Shalom, daf gimel. Today's daf talks a little bit about an elam, someone who is mute, who can't talk, someone who is half deaf, and a whole bunch of drushes of Rebbe Yezer, some of them you might recognize. But we finished off yesterday saying that someone who is deaf and mute is potter from everything. But if someone has one of his senses, he has hearing or speaking, I guess speaking isn't a sense, but he could talk or he can hear, one of, one of them, not, he didn't lose both. He's still chayv in simcha, but he's potter from re'iyah. When Al-Gumar asks, why is he potter from re'iyah? He's still chayv in simcha, what's the difference? Well, when it comes to re'iyah, the Gemara tells us we learn it out from hakel. Because it says by hakel, hakel is to om ha'anoshim ve'hanoshim ve'hataf. It also says, the boy kol Yisrael lir'ois. All of Kaisal comes to see. So hakel and re'iyah are connected. And by Hakel it says, Laman Yishmu Ulaman Yilmadu. So that they should hear and learn the Pashtus. So you see, and the only people who are Chayv and Hakel are those who can hear and also speak. So to Re'iyah is only a Chiyav for those who have both of these capabilities. The Gemara says, wait, just because he can't hear, that means he can't learn. We have a Misa, there were two mutes who were who lived by uh, Rebbe. Could be they were, they were grandchildren of Rebbe Yechonon Gudgido. Some say it was his nephew, Rebbe Yechonon's nephew. But they would always come to Rebbe's shir. And they would, uh, they would nod their heads and they would move their lips as if they were speaking. They would go through the motions of a regular shir member without any handicaps. And Rebbe davened for them and they were able to speak. And it turns out that they had actually learned all halacha, sifra, sifri, and all of shas. You see that just because you can't, just because you can't hear doesn't mean you're not able to learn. Just because you can't speak doesn't mean you're not able to learn. Well, the Pasuk says both. The man yishmi'u and uleman yilmodu. But you see that it's possible to be a mute and also learn a vast amount of Torah. Marzucha explained that no, it's not Yilmedu that the Chiv is only on those who can learn. It's on those who can teach. Yilamedu. Narvashi says that this, is, this must be what the Pasuk says. Because if it's saying Yilmedu, that they have to have the ability to learn. If someone can't hear, then he can't learn. Then what would Laman Yilmedu be teaching me? Elamai. Laman Yilamedu means that he has to also have the ability to, to speak, to be able to teach the Torah that he learns with his Shmiah. Two qualifications for Hakel and for Re'iyah. Now, Tanchum asks an interesting question. What happens if someone is half deaf? He only has hearing in one ear. Well, he says that he should be potter from Re'iyah because the Pasuk says, Be'oznehem. It should go into plural, their ears. The Gemara says, no, it doesn't mean two ears on one person. It means their ears, the ears of all of Kla Yisrael. But it could be one ear on all the members of Kla Yisrael. No, the Gemara says we know that, that every, every member of Kali Yisrael has to hear because we have a separate puzzle for that. For that. Meneged kol Yisrael. Well, if it just said meneged kol Yisrael, that just means that it has to be said in front of them. Who says that they actually have to hear it? That, that's why we have the puzzle of Laman Yishmo. They have to hear it. So meneged kol Yisrael tells us that they only need to be there. Laman Yishmo tells me that they actually have to be able to hear it. And Oznehem tells me plural. They need the ability to hear in two ears. Next, Rabbi Tanchum tells us that if someone is handicapped on one leg, 
he's only able to walk on one foot, he's potter from Re'iya, because the Pasuk says, Regolim. The Gemara says, well, how could you learn out from Regolim that he has to have two, two legs? Well, use Regolim to tell me that someone with a prosthetic leg is potter. The Gemara says, that we learn out from the Lashem Pa'amim. It says, Sholish Pa'amim Ba'ashana. Pa'amim means feet. So it has to be feet and not prosthetics. But we can still use Lashon of Regolim to tell me that he needs two legs. We see this also in Yeshaya. The Pasuk says, Tirmeseno rogel ragle oni pa'am medalim and mayofu pa'amayich ben olim basnodiv. Over there you see the pa'amayich go in shoes. The feet go in shoes. Now Rava is Dirish from the Pasuk of mayofu pa'amayich ben olim basnodiv. The Pasuk in Shira Shirim says this Pasuk means how beautiful are the the feet of Klai Yisrael when they come up to do Aliyah Leregel. The Lashon of Bas Nodiv in the Pasuk is referring to the daughters of Avnovinu. These are the Klai Yisrael. Avnovinu is called the Nadiv. Nadive Amnasafu Amalke Avraham. Why is Avram called the Nadiv? He's the, why is he so special? Well, he was the Tchila Legeirim. The Gemara also learns from the Pasuk, the Habarek Ein Boy Mayim. When it talks about when the brothers threw Yosef Atzadik into the pit, this pit was empty and had no water. Well, if it was empty, obviously it had no water. Here's the Gemara on Chagiga Gimel Amaral. It tells us that yes, there was no, no water. But what was there? Nechoshim Ravim snakes and scorpions. It was only empty of water, but it had other stuff in there. Now that we have a story, Rabbi Yochanan ben Broika and Rabbi Elozar ben Chasma were walking. They were coming to greet Rabbi Yeshua in the city called Pakian. So Rabbi Yeshua told them, you know, what did you guys learn in the base measures today? They said, oh, Rabbi, we are your Talmud. We're not like a Talmud Chover. We're not on a level of saying over Torah to you. We're drinking out of your waters. So he said, yeah, but nevertheless, every base medrash has a chiddush. So, so who, who's teaching this week in, in yeshiva? He says, oh, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So he said, no, what did he teach today? He taught in Parshas Hakel. Now the Gemara is going to list a few of the drushes of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. He says, when the Pesach says, Hakel Gather everyone together, men, women, and children. Well, the men are supposed to come to learn Torah. The women are supposed to come to hear Torah. Which over here we learned that there's nothing wrong with women learning Torah, at least Pasha Pshad of Torah. What, what are the children coming to Hakel for? To give Shachar to those, to the parents who brought them there. Because the Mishabur tells us that if a kid isn't ready to sit in shul, in fact, it's, it's usher for him to be there. Besides from disturbing everybody, it's terrible chenech. The kid thinks that shul is a place to come and to munch on candy and play around. But as soon as he's ready, bring him. Not only for the tremendous learning experience to feel the kedusha, the seriousness, the kavod of a shul, to be able to talk to their rabbanim, but also litin schar lemeviyeyon. Rabbi Yeshua turns to his two talmidim and he says, "I can't believe it. You had this diamond and you wouldn't share it with me. Well, I was going to go my entire life not learning this vart. Everyone knows this vart. Well, what else did Rabbi Elozeb and Azariah teach? Well, he says from the pasuk as Hashem hamarta hayoyim v'Hashem emircha hayoyim." HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Kala Yisrael, you made me into one unit in the world. I'm also going to make you unified in one unit. You say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echad. I unify you by, by saying, Umi Ka'amcha Yisrael Goi Echad Ba'aretz. This is how Tesis explains that Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echad Ba'aretz. 
he brings down a medrash that says that there are three edim that are made on each other. There's Klai Yisrael, Shabbos, and Akadosh Baruch Hu. And we're all made on each other. That Shabbos is a Yom Minucha. Shabbos and Akadosh Baruch Hu are made. Klai Yisrael and Shabbos are made that Hashem is Echod. And Akadosh Baruch Hu and Shabbos are made on Klai Yisrael that we are Yechidim Ba'umais. Beautiful, beautiful medrash. The third drasha there, Velozer. Ben Azaria said, it's from Apostle Gin Koheles, Divrei Chachomim, Kadar Voinois, Uchmas Merois, Nituim Bale Asufois, Nitnu, Meroya Echod. And he takes apart every chalik of this Pasuk. He says, A Darvon is a prod. Why are Divrei like a prod, like a cattle prod? He says, Just like a prod keeps the cow. The, the, the ox the, who's plowing the field, it keeps it in a straight line. In this way, it plows the field nicely and it brings life, it brings all that food into the world. So to divrei taira, keep th- those who learn taira on the right path, the path of life, and away from the path of death. Now you might think that, you know, a, a cattle prod is a, is a movable object, but taira is not. Taira is, like the next word in the Pasuk, mesmoris, it's like a peg, it's wedged in. It's not going anywhere. I when you're knocking a nail into something, so something gets lost, right? When you're banging a nail, so it creates a hole where the nail is. But no, Tyra is not lost. doesn't lose anything. Tyra is nituim. Right during the Pasuk, it's planted that it creates, it's like paravarava, continuously expanding, multiplying. What does the Pasuk say? Balea soifois. These are the tamid chachamim that sit in groups and are oisik vatayra. These are metame, these are metaher, these aser, these mater, these poisel, these machshir. So if a person walks into the base metrics, he sees that all these different chevers are saying different pshatim. He's saying, how am I supposed to learn Torah? Maybe I'll never get it right. Oh, the Pasuk says, Nit numeroya echod. Eilu ve'eilu develekem chayim. They're all saying the words of the echod yochid, the rabbanu shleilam. The Pasuk says, Vaidavelekem es kol hadvaromo eile. So to you, you should be able to funnel all the different Torah. And be koine at all. To be able to take to heart the words of the, the, the metamim and the tameim. Those who are saying it's us, or those who are saying it's much, or those who are being possible, those who are being machshir. Even if you come out that it's possible, but you're able to clarify your psak based on the counter psak. When Rabbi Yeshua heard these drushes from his talmidim, he said, This dar is not going to be an orphaned dar as long as Rabbi Elizabeth Azariah is living amongst them. Gamara asks, why didn't the Talmudim just tell Rav Yeshua straight out? He asked them for a Torah, they're like, no, you're a Rebbe, we're not going to tell you Torah. What, what were they scared about? Well, there was a story that scared them off. The Bryce tells us that Rav Yoisi ben Dormaskis, he was going to greet Rebbe Eliezer in Lud. So Rav Eliezer asked, what are you guys learning in the best matters? They said, well, we learned that Amon and Marav, the land that used to be owned, occupied by Amon and Marav, that area is Chayiv in Meiser and Meiser Shani, Ani, during Shemitah, meaning you're allowed to plant during Shemitah there. When Rabbi Yossi heard this, he said, uh, a that you should hold out your hands and, and catch your eyes, meaning you sh- he should go blind. And Rekachava, he went blind. Rabbi Lazar started crying. He said, I didn't, he, was, he didn't know that this curse would take effect. He said to him, you should know that this is an old drasha. We know from Rabbi Yechon Menzaka. I hear it from his Rebbe, from his Rebbe's Rebbe. We have that in the area of Amun and Moyav, we do plant during Shemitah. It has regular halachas of 
a field. Why? Because there were a lot of cities that we captured, Yeshua captured when we came out of Mitzrayim, but the Oilid Bavel did not recapture them because the first capturing was a, kitsch, was a Kedusha Lashaita. It was only Kaddish at that point while it was captured, but it wasn't a, an eternal Kedusha when we captured it originally by Yeshua. So when the Oilid Bavel came up, and they were being Mekadesh, the land lost Lavai, they left over some spots, not to be Mekadesh them, to leave them available for that Niam to work them during Shemitah, to be able to make a Parnassah to survive throughout Shemitah. After Revelezer calmed down, he davened that he wrote that, they, that he should get his uh, eyesight back. And uh, Rabbi Yossi once again was able to see. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.